Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 6 p.m. straight up in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Shit Anna with Cap. Uh, I almost said radio Tinder time, but it's not. It's time for what you need to know. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are, Christopher. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. I feel like three times is like excessive, but anyway. But it's a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. But we haven't okay. done this in a while. I've been, been there before. Years. Yeah, I've been here for years. Don't call it a comeback. Well, it's a new year for a while. Well, Tuesday. Speaking of comebacks, uh, Coachella is coming back. And as Laura mentioned earlier. Who's Coachella coach for? Oh, come on, Dad. Come on, no, no, I mean, the way you said dad, it, Coachella, no, no, like no, that no, little no. pause between Coach and Ella. I was like, who does Coachella coach for? No, man. Coachella. Got it. Sorry if I don't say it the right way for you, Cappy, but it's, of course, the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival in Indio. And this year it's going to feature its most global and diverse slate of headliners today. So it's going to be headlined by, as announced today, Blackpink, which is the K-pop girl group, uh, R&B icon Frank Ocean, and, of course, Bad Bunny, like I said, as Laura mentioned. Uh, It's the 22nd installment of the festival, which will draw 125,000 fans per day to the Empire Polo Club over the weekends of April 14th through 16th and the following weekend of April 21st through 23rd. So there's no tickets available. It's sold out. They started at $499, but I'm sure you can get them on those, you know, second, third-party websites. So, yeah, really excited for Coachella because I think I'm going to go. Never been. Don't see myself going this year. Um, Not that I'm opposed to it, but um, I'm looking more at, May 5th through the 7th for the Beach Life Festival in Redondo because on Sunday night, the Black Crows will headline. Now, that's that's something I got to go see. So, Coachella, doesn't look good. Didn't you go to the Beach Life Festival like two years ago? Yeah, yes. and, it was, and it was bomb. Because we and, didn't stop hearing about it for a month after. Right, that's yeah. right. And, wait, it's going to get better now. Wait, I, and then I'm going to go to Doheny State Park, <laughs> and I'm going to go down there. <laughs> Well, I'm going to probably do that as well. Although last year I was a little disappointed with Eddie Vedder. You know, two years ago it was Pearl Jam. This past year was just Eddie by himself. But you see now that Subaru is a big sponsor of the Beach Life Festival, all VIP all the time. That's really all that matters to you. You always try to figure out a hook for yourself. Always. Every single time. It's either there's a hook whether it's like uh, a little extra that he can get, right? A little VIP experience, maybe a little cash. Right? Like, it's always, there's always an angle. I always. love you for that. Yeah. Got to be VIP. Got to. Man of the people. That's right. There's people in the VIP section. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever just want to pay for something and just sit there like a no. normal person and not nope. be bothered? No, sir. See, I enjoy that sometimes. Like, just leave my, let oh, me. Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. my hard-earned money. I'm okay if I choose to spend it that way. Yes. I know. It's, it's, it's the two-kid thing versus the four-kid thing. It's like I always say to Steve Mason. It must be so nice to be able to do all these wonderful things in these trips. I'm like, if I had two kids rather than four, I might be able to do some of that. If I had zero kids, I'd well, be able to do not, a lot of that. No, tell me about it. I got zero. That's not Sedano's fault. Okay? You chose to have the children. Right. You chose to have more children, right? Like, why is that me? Is you wanted true. a big mishpuka. That is not true. It's not. It's not. I had you nothing did not to do choose to have more than two children? Correct. Were they boo-boos? Oh. Oh, you're going to say this out loud? No and they comment. Can hear this later somewhere? Yeah, don't do that, Kathy. Yeah, don't don't answer that. You almost did, but don't. Because do we'll that. post it to social media. Yeah. Well, I could just say at least and tag them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> number four was definitely not expected. I can you, tell you. You, did, you have said that though. You have said that about Julia, Poor right? Jules. Right. No, that's yeah. all right. She completed the whole crew. And now that I got three of them that I've sent back to college, and it's just back to me and her. Oh, life is so much better without those other three. Sent them right back to college. Get going. Go home. Can you imagine when they're all done with college? Cappy's going to be running around like the Monopoly man. Boy, I hope you're right. I do hope you're right. Especially if by then you can pick up a third job every day. Can you mm-hmm. imagine all the cash? Right. You know? I know. I got to just say this. 
I w- I've always thought to myself, you know, I would like to have like a big house so that when my kids get done with college, first of all, you have a big home. house. I've been to your house. It's a pretty big house. Yeah, but what I mean is like I always wanted to have a house where like my kids could come back. And now I'm thinking like one bedroom apartment sounds better. Right. Have Just, a place where they can't come back. Yeah. Because this last visit, dude. So why didn't you just do that? Well, that's next. Oh, that's right. next. When the, well, when the last is, one graduates high school. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. But would, so, Cappy, oh, sorry. the playoffs are set. Mm-hmm. And your former, what are we going to call them? Former boo? Mm-hmm. Former football boo? Mm-hmm. He's taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. That's right. They got a favorable matchup, wouldn't you say? Depends. I mean, would you say it was favorable when the Jacksonville Jaguars flew cross-country, came to SoFi, and beat the Chargers down early in the season? I would also say the circumstances are a little different, and I would also say that the revenge factor also now plays into effect, doesn't it? I suppose. I mean, if you buy the revenge factor, here's what I buy. In Jacksonville, that town has been dead for years when it comes to NFL football. More people will go to those games to get in the swimming pool than actually cheer on the team on the field. You'd watch games in Jacksonville for the last few years, and it's half empty. But when a team starts to win and the fans start to get into it and they create a home field advantage, um, the Chargers got smacked down by the Jaguars earlier in the season at home. Now they're going cross-country to take on Jacksonville, who's going to have a real home field advantage. I like my chances with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, literally, I could have said any team that they were playing, and you probably would have said you would have taken your chances with said other team, correct? That's right. Like, if you would have said to me the Cincinnati Bengals, I'd have taken Cincinnati, Buffalo, I'd take Buffalo, Kansas City. That isn't even, like, in the playoffs. Like, if right. I would have told you that the Chargers, they got this, like, special, like, va- like buy, right? Like, that, or this, this special access to be able to, like, pick a team that they wanted to play, right? Mm-hmm. They could have chosen any team in the NFL to right. play in the first round right. of, the, uh, of the playoffs. They yep. wouldn't even have to be a, a playoff team, right? No. Like, they get this special waiver. Right. And I would have said they're taking on the Houston Texans. Right, in the first still round. like the Texans. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, like the Bears. <laughs> Yeah, you know, right. I like all these teams. Right. You but here's the thing. found a way to say that. Yes. Did you watch at all this past weekend when the Chargers played the Broncos? Did you see that game? I did watch that game. Did you see what Brandon Staley did with his quarterback in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he was playing him. Yeah, so Justin Herbert is your star quarterback. He's a guy that has been dealing with this rib cartilage thing all year, although, frankly, you got to love the guy because... He's a tough guy. He battled his way through it, played his way through it, didn't miss much time at all. So you got to give the guy a ton of credit, even when you're the president and the founder of the Charger Hater Club. But why is a guy playing in the fourth quarter, and now you're trailing in the game, and you pull out your starting quarterback to put in your backup quarterback, indicating to everybody, players, ownership, fans, everybody, winning this game is not very important, is it? No, it's not. So why is your star quarterback playing into the fourth quarter when, earlier in the game, your star wide receiver goes out with a back injury because he's always hurt, and then your star defensive end who's come back from groin surgery leaves the game with groin problems again? They may have chargered themselves before the playoffs even started. But, George, it wouldn't surprise me not one bit if the Chargers actually go to Jacksonville and win that game but then the following week, they'll have to go to Kansas City. So I'm feeling pretty good about my whole situation right now. Okay. I know everybody out there is rooting for the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, not because you're a Charger fan, just because you know how it would pain me, how it would humiliate me. But I don't have to worry about this this year because this is the Buffalo Bills year. Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl champs. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people feel like you. I think a lot of people feel like it's going to happen because they feel like it's predestined now. Um, I, I'm not one of those people. Don't believe in predestiny, huh? Yeah, I mean, it would be an incredible story. Um, but I don't know if that's how – it doesn't always work out that way. You know what I mean? It, if it happens, cool. And I feel like everyone's going to be like, see, we told you. And, like you. You'll probably do that. And, and, and sure, I, you, you should be able to, you know – 
kind of circle the wagons in that scenario and say, hey, we did it. Uh, I knew it. But I, I just don't buy that, that that's the way this stuff always works. You know what I mean? Like, I would say that the, the that is, you know, certainly some motivation, but, you know, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to play out that way. You don't believe in the, in the magic say- of, of, of a kickoff return on the opening kickoff of the game, the crowd's going crazy. DeMar Hamlin's in the hospital sending love to his teammates. Oh, no, I, I get it. I get it. But I think a bigger factor would be, especially if they're playing like Kansas City, right? Like, hey, they've beaten us, and they beat us in one of the craziest games last year, right? Like, I think that and their familiarity with them, having played them now multiple times in the playoffs, I think has, you know, is probably a bigger factor than the emotional one. Is well, if Buffalo say. and Kansas City make it to the AFC Championship game, you realize that the championship game will be in Buffalo. Now, if the, if Kansas City is to host the uh, the game uh, again, and I hope I'm getting this all right because last week was very confusing. KC but I'm is almost, the number one seed. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like if Buffalo, oh no, if Buffalo were to host Cincinnati, let me rephrase it: if Buffalo and Cincinnati both make it to the AFC Championship game, Buffalo gets the host. I could see that happening. I really could. Yeah, yeah. If if it's Cincinnati, right? They they have the two seed. So so you're on the Charger bandwagon now against Jacksonville. And well, I think they can beat the Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, I think they can beat them. But I saw Jacksonville this year do what most teams do to the Chargers' defense, which is run through them. And that's what I would do: is run the ball. Yeah, and, but they and don't just really have those running ba- the same running backs anymore. Like uh, James Robinson is hurt. Um, they've got Hasty and they've got Travis Etienne, who's not. You know, he's more to me like Travis Etienne is like like a diet Alvin Kamara, but not he's not as strong as Alvin Kamara is to be able to break tackles and things of that nature. And and as Swift, um, I think he's a little too light to be that at this stage. I think he will potentially be that down the road, but I don't think he's that yet. Well, I will be putting on my Jacksonville Jaguars face paint. I will be huddling up with my friend Tony Baselli, and I will be figuring out a way to convince everybody else as the week goes on that Jacksonville's the right side of the game. Yeah, I, look, as I look at these games, of course you will. Uh, I, as I look at these games, like, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, I think we're going to see, we're going to see, I, I think we're going to see the Niners win. I think we're going to see the Chargers win. I think we're going to see the Bills win. I actually, if there's anything I like as an upset, it's kind of the Giants, to be honest with you. Well, that's the game I'm going to. That's where I'll be on Sunday. You're going? I'm broadcasting the game on radio. I'm oh, doing... look at you back on a sideline. You know, it's been, George, I figured it out. It's been since uh, the end of the season 2020, right before the pandemic. And sideline reporters, commentators on the field haven't happened since then, at least on radio. And this past week, they're like, yo, we're ready to put everybody back out there. I'm like, yeah, because when you don't have somebody on the field and something happens like what happened on Monday Night Football between Buffalo and Cincinnati, you got to have eyes on the field. Correct. I would agree. And you also um, got lucky because it's indoors. No doubt. And guess who's who's calling the game? Kevin Harlan. You got that right, partner. Oh, give, tell him to bring it in. I, I'm going to say to him, hey, Kev, you know, I am now George's radio partner, and he's going to say, bring it in. Whereas right. you never said that to him. Yeah. No, I did. I mean, afterwards we talked about it. You know who's, you know who's the color commentator of the game is? Kurt Warner? No, you're going to love this. You ready? Who? Mike Mayock. The oh, former Raider. I worked with Mike Mayock GM. that one time this season. Tell Mike Mayock I miss him and I say hello, and okay. I loved working him, with him that one game this is season. Is he going to tell me to bring it in because we're guys? No, I don't know if he's going to tell you to oh, bring no, it in not because sure we only that. worked that one time together. Got it. Got it. Now, Kevin Harlan, when I see him at, at the arena, when I saw him do a Lakers game the last time, the last two times, he has brought it in without even having to say anything. He just no, brings just, it in. Now. Just eye contact now just says bring it in. Now he's like, George, and then he brings it in. Right. Hug it out. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Got any other jobs you guys want to talk about? Uh, how you, you see people together and stuff? Oh, George, what, what game do you have tomorrow night? See, I enjoy Sedano doing it because it gets under your skin, Cappy. But now, Cappy, you're doing it. And Sedano's going to then up it. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. If you continue doing games on Westwood oh, One, I love it. I, want I think him I'm to doing do this games. one game. I think this is a one-time deal. One time? No, I love yeah. it. I want him to do games. Although, well, actually, we'll, we can say that because it's time. I mean, it will help us. I mean, if he's more informed, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's not a shot. He's at the game. Of that was a bit. It was a bit of a missile. Right. It was a bit. No. 
if you're at the game, you're going to be far more informed than us watching on you TV. Hear at least how he's using the word more well, in so front of So Sedano is right with that because you're not allowed to watch games at home, right. apparently on a Sunday. Right. That's so, true. That this is, is my true. first football game of the year. Yeah. Right. All right, Laura says we got a break. We're way over. All right, coming up next, college football hypocrisy continues, but it's good news for USC fans. I'll tell you what that means in a moment. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is Sedano and Cap. Live Imaging Tuesday. Around 6.17 p.m. in the Southland. Now, the reason why we're playing this song. You know this song, Cap? You know this song from 1988. Boy Meets Girl. Waiting for a Star to Fall. Yeah. It's George Merrill's 67th birthday. That's where we belong. George Merrill is the boy. Boy Meets Girl. He also co-wrote a pretty big song, How Will I Know by Whitney Houston, and he wrote I Want to Dance with Somebody. But he also sang on this song. Have you seen the movie? Song. No, not yet. Hmm. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. I think George, I think he's going to sing right here. Yeah, yeah. Great 80s song. Oh, yeah. Smash it in 1988. That's a good year. Because I was five years old and the Dodgers won the World Series? And the Lakers born. won? I was born. Oh, okay. Because I graduated high school? Oh, gosh. God. How did I become the old guy of this group? Very easily. You're the this old sucks. guy of the group. Yeah. Know, right. It sucks. just kind of happened. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Here comes a breakdown. Nice. Good song. I love this song. Reminds me of Innocent Love. You know what I mean, Cappy? I do. I do. That high school love. Yeah, when she just smiles at you and you smile back and you don't realize she's going to destroy your life. <laughs> we do not do that. <laughs> no, you just think everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. We're going to get married and have babies and live happily ever after and we're going to die holding each other's hands when we're old and we can just take our last breath together and then and then it doesn't really work out that way, does it? It doesn't. But that's okay, because then you get the call and you realize you're going to be on the sideline for an NFL playoff game. There it is! On Westwood One. Which is like the coolest thing ever, because they have that cool fireworks display from the Viking ship, and then the snow falls from the ceiling. Yeah, when they called me, they're like, we think we're going to send you to San Francisco. I was like, can you find a dome for me? Because San Francisco seems cold and wet. Um, well, right, this time of year for sure. Um, let me see. Let me see. San Francisco weather. They play Sunday or Saturday, San Francisco? They play Saturday, I think. They play the first game against Seattle. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be raining that day. Yeah, I can't deal with that. If Let I may see. ask, uh, how did Rachel take the news that you would be Ooh, flying to yeah. Minnesota to work for a game? You're so, doing what, Cappy? So, 98% chance of rain in San Francisco. Good call. So, <laughs> Chris, you'll find this funny. Um, I was petrified to tell her. <laughs> Why is that? No okay? way. How are you serious? Why are you living your life this way, Cappy? I'm, what's wrong with you? You know, like she, I, she and I, we don't get to spend quite as much time as we we like to. Even though, by the way, December was a great month for us, and you know, we had all the holidays and everything. And so, wait a second, you just spent two weeks with her skiing or whatever the hell. Yeah. So, so here's me, and I'm like, okay, I get the call from the legendary Howie Denneroff, and he says, "Can you take the game?" And I immediately say yes because I don't say no to anything. No, of course not. And so you figure it out later. Right. And then I started trying to figure out how I'm going to tell Rachel. So I tell Rachel. (laughs) This is so sad. By the way, I hope Howie Denneroff, who lives in Orange County, is listening to this right now. Shouts out to you, Howie. Yeah. And so so Rachel and I are talking. I go, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you. um, By the way, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I got a call from Howie because, you know, she knows Howie. I got a call from Howie and they need me this weekend to go broadcast a game. 
And she said, well, you know, what does that mean? I said, well, it means I'm going to leave on Saturday. I'm going to do the game on Sunday. I'll fly home Sunday night. And I'll be home for Monday for the start of the week. And she's like, oh, well, they probably can't get anybody else to do it because of the weather and the travel. And I'm like, no, 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 don't. You don't get it. It's not that they can't find anybody. It's not like I was the last second well, replacement. That's a, that is a, that that's is a, mean. That's a mean thing to say. You say I'm mean. I had, wow. to, I had to explain to her. I'm like, Ouch. no. I'm like, babe, you don't get it. Like, this is a great honor. They want me. Right. They're calling me after two years of not doing this, and they're saying he's part of our team. We got to get him up there. And by the way, this is the game, uh, Minnesota-New York. This is where Fox is sending their number one team. So, you know, I got to be careful because I got to interact with, you know, Aaron Andrews, who doesn't like me. Really? She doesn't like you? No. I mean, I can understand. Shocker, right. (laughs) Honestly. What did you do to her? Oh, I... uh, you know, I I uh, walked up to her before a game. Uh, this is at the Coliseum, as a matter of fact. The Rams were playing the Cowboys in a playoff game. 2018. Yeah. Because you it, post that picture on Facebook nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to, uh, who was the running back for the Rams that year that was magical? What was his name? I think it was, oh, C.J. Uh, Anderson. C.J. Anderson, yeah. yeah. C.J. Anderson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that picture with C.J. Anderson, you posted nonstop. No, no, what I post nonstop is when it comes Did up every year. No, he didn't. But when it comes up every year, I post this video yeah. of Al Michaels I walking the through day. the Coliseum tunnel, and yes. Al is literally doing like a historical play-by-play of the Coliseum to me, just me and Al. Yeah, And people love that stuff. I want to talk about the Al part for a moment, but first let's go back to the fact that your girlfriend, who you, you say you might want to marry, wasn't excited for you. And then was mean about it. Mm-hmm. Well, she said, she goes, well, you know, they probably need you because of the weather and you know, they need somebody. I'm like, no, no, you don't get it. I'm like, this isn't like, hey, um, you know, I'm a replacement. I'm like the 10th guy on the bench. This is a great, great honor to call a playoff game in the NFL on Westwood One. So I actually posed it to her this way. I go, I just want, you know, your support. Like, do you support me going to do this broadcast? And she was like, yes, I do. And I'm like, okay, pressure off. Relief. I, I guess. I mean, Cappy, I love you. I have a good therapist for you. Do I, I need I, one? Yes, I, I think you do. Like, no joke, I think you do. What, what is it? Or maybe just post something on Match.com and let's move on. What? <laughs> I think she might be into that. So. When I go to therapy. <laughs> oh, man. You have to check the right box on that one. <laughs> That's when a I, different website. <laughs> when I go to for, therapy. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, Laura, when I go to therapy and I sit down with the therapist and the therapist says to me, so, so. What's going on? What can I do for you? What what is what is my big thing? I mean, I'm not a therapist, so No, but you hear me. You know what the problems seem to be, or at least you think. So what is it? I feel like that she swiped what is it? Oh, God, my brain's not working. She like swiped you. Like she you know, she was like, Oh, they don't have anybody else. Like your partner should be like, Babe, that's awesome. Yeah, well, I like, think do maybe your she, thing. she maybe she didn't understand. Maybe you know this is, she's not in the broadcasting industry. Even she, so, she should be like support you, you know, and be well, like, she does. great. She does, and she was. I mean, I, we also only get one side of the coin, and Cappy tends to be extra, so there's that. But oh. I'm just saying, you know, like, if I were to tell, like, if my boyfriend were to tell me something, and I'm like, yo, that's awesome. Like, go go hustle, go do your thing. I don't know, that's just me. Maybe I I'm think, wrong. I think she would like me to work less, you know? You do work a lot. There, that, I do. That's true. I hustle. I we grind. all do, actually. All of us. Everybody well, you got does. the Cappy cast. You know what I mean? Yeah, all that and other things. Excited. Yeah. Mm. Don't forget that. Right. Well, don't forget uh, let that. Let me see if I win the billion today. You saw I tweeted in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. I'd buy sided from you. That was one <laughs> less thing. I, which would be wonderful. It really would. I, it would. But would I'll you give you. him top dollar or would you negotiate with him? Who, me? Yeah. yeah I'd give him top dollar. If he That's said true. the price is this, are you saying fine? Here it is. Well, if he yeah, wins a billion dollars and he takes billion. and he takes the four hundred and fifty million, and he and I sell him sided for fifty million, what does that mean well, to him? Well, after the after taxes, it's like three hundred like fifty or three sixty. But yeah, I get, but still, fifty million for sided is no big deal for you at that point. I mean, fifty seems like a lot. It's more than ten percent of my net worth mm-hmm, at that point. Mm-hmm. So okay, maybe thirty-five million. We can negotiate. Forget it, Chris. We're negotiating. Okay, See, now you're negotiating. So there's can we get be... back to Al Michaels real quick? Because on yeah. last week, if you oh, saw yeah, the headline. Oh, yeah, Andrews. What happened? Oh, what happened let's, with let's you go back to Aaron Andrews. Go ahead. This is so, what you do. You talk in circles, and we never remember Oh, nonstop, especially when you ask me about the Lakers. It's circles for minutes. Yeah. But that's Jeez. neither here nor there. So Aaron Andrews is on the field, and uh, I walk up to her because it's very customary for the radio person and the TV person to work together. 
and and the TV person gets you know kind of the privileges of the interviews with the coaches and you know for for the radio person we're supposed to talk to the TV person hey do you mind if I listen in do you mind if I right. take notes if yeah. you want to talk about things before halftime I'm here to you know have a conversation whatever yeah. So, um, you know, we tried to talk and she totally blew me off and everybody like everybody saw it. They're like, did you just see what happened? Like she turned her back, blew me off. So I come back on the radio on Monday and I tell the story from my interpretation to to Laura's point. And dude, oh, did I get a voicemail? And um, she just went off on me forever on my voice. I'm like, you shouldn't put this on voicemail because this is the kind of stuff I live for. And then I called her and we had it. We had a nice conversation. We had a long conversation about it. And I haven't seen her since. Wow. I hope Tom Rinaldi's cool. Now, did she blow you <laughs> off or was she working? Um, she blew me off. What did she say she did? She was working. Mm, see how I immediately went there? Now, look, not every sideline reporter relationship is me and Trudell. You know what I mean? Where we, you know, we're like, you know. Besties? Canoe- yeah, we're like canoodling. You're closer to Trudell than you are me, aren't you? Hmm. Wow, a sigh. It's close. Wow. It's close. Wow. I don't know about closer, but it's close. Okay. It's I would close say it's to closer? Trudell got really mad because I posted a picture. Uh, I When I go to different cities, I buy my kids like sports gear from these different cities just so they can have sports gear, right? right. Whatever. Um, so I was in Milwaukee for the Laker game back in December, and I was like, oh, I should get like some Packer stuff for the kids. Um, you know, because, you know, Packers are cool, right? Like, it's a cool team to like, you know, uh, or just to have gear from, you know, you don't see that very much here. So I got them like little beanies and I posted the picture of my son in a beanie and I'm not even joking. I got a call from Trudeau and said, what the bleep is that picture with Mateo? Oh, he's in a Packers beanie, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Trudeau's a big Vikings fan. Yeah. So see, this- I mean. This literally be- said that was what he said. What the bleep is going on with that picture with Mateo in a Packers bean? He was offended by that, huh? He was very offended. See, Cappy, you could work your way in with Trudell by you're going to Minnesota here, right? Maybe I get him say, a beanie. Hey, Trudell, you want me to get you a beanie? Yeah. Well, I feel like his kids have plenty of like. Like as a matter of fact, he did offer up. Like I, you know, the kids have plenty of Vikings gear. We can get Mateo some Vikings gear. I even have Vikings gear I haven't given to Riggs yet, which is their youngest son. He's like, we just give it to Mateo instead, and you know, we'll figure that out later. And I'm like, it's okay. I mean, he just, you know, I don't know. He's starting to learn the teams, and he likes. What if, what if I have Kevin O'Connell, the head coach now of the Minnesota Vikings, the former Rams offensive coordinator, do some sort of video messaging? Now that Trudell. may help. That may help you. That mm-hmm. may help you. I mean, yeah. it's your first game back for Westwood One. You really want to take that extra step right now? Well, Kevin O'Connell's my man. Oh, he is. It's my guy. Yeah, San Diego State. Oh, that's right. Yeah. By the way, real quick, because you mentioned Al Michaels, and the story came out last week. Kirk Herbstreit said it on a podcast, and you're close with Al. Did you know he eats a gourmet dinner at halftime? Did I know what? Did he eats a gourmet dinner at halftime? I don't know that I knew that. Yeah, like steak and shrimp. There behind the, the green screen, there's a table with a tablecloth yes. mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he sits down and eats a steak, shrimp. He doesn't eat potatoes. He doesn't eat vegetables. That he just goes to town, which Didn't is amazing. That. I love that. A full meal at halftime. Full meal at halftime. Good for him. How great is that? As he should. By yeah, Al's no, the man. absolutely. Al's the man. The best. That's all. Just the best. I agree. I'm leaving it right there, George. The best. He is the best. All right, we got to go. Um, we've got uh, Big Deal or No Deal coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
3 p.m. in the Southlands. Shit, Adam would cap your Tuesday afternoon live imaging Tuesday. Be safe on the roads if you're still driving out there, getting your way home. It is time for big deal or no deal. Take it away, shit, Adam. Thanks, Christopher. You take it away, Linz. <laughs> it's been a while since we did that together. Thanks, Sonato. All right, guys. So there's a weird thing going on right now with Carlos Correa, right? He oh has God. reportedly agreed to his third free agent deal of this offseason. This one is a six-year, $200 million pact to return to the Minnesota Twins. Now, if you guys remember, he previously stuck struck tentative agreements with the Giants, the Mets, only to see those deals disintegrate over concerns about his physical. So this latest agreement with the Twins is almost half of what he agreed to with the Giants and Mets, if, of course, this one finally gets completed. Is this whole situation a big deal or no deal? Sedano. I mean, it's a big deal because, I mean, he's back where he started, which is where he wanted to leave, which is super awkward. And then... What if this one doesn't get done either because of the physical on his leg or whatever the hell? What a mess this whole thing has turned into. Right. And originally when he signed with San Francisco, or let me rephrase, when he was going to sign with San Francisco, you thought, okay, well, San Francisco didn't get Aaron Judge, so they've got this $300 million. They got to give it to somebody. They got to convince their fans they're into this. And then they went, you know, we'll just use his legs as an excuse. Well, it turns out that the Mets, who just give money away, they also found the same problem, and now, Lindsay, to your point about half, it's half in terms of years. He had, I think it was 13 years with the, with the Giants, then it turned into 12 years with the Mets or vice versa, and this one is six years for like $200 million. So the average, right. year, the average dollar is like 30-some-odd million a year, still the same, but it's the length of the contract that's been cut in half. And to your point, George, if it actually really does get done, such a weird story. Three different teams. How do you think that Twins fans feel about it? If I'm a Twins fan, I'd be ticked. Like, I don't want that guy. He, he wanted to leave us. I don't want him now. Yeah, I know. It's really but, weird. But on the other hand, I suppose you could sell it as in, look at the bargain we got. You guys know he can play, and we only have to give him six years at 30-something million a year rather than giving him 13 where he's only going to play seven or eight, hypothetically. I'd be like, damaged goods, don't want him. Well, I understand not wanting somebody who doesn't want you. I get that. <laughs> you, you know all too well, huh, Cappy? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they didn't have anybody else to do the game, Cappy. Maybe. Oh. Or maybe or maybe it's an honor to go back to Minnesota. They'll be honored to have you. All right, so next one. A woman got the surprise of her life when she found Ben Affleck working the drive through of her local Dunkin' store in Medford, Massachusetts. She pulled in... To see the movie star at the window, dressed in uniform, headset and all, and she said he was, quote, quick-witted and funny while serving my coffee. He is a well-known Dunkin' enthusiast, of course, and has been photographed multiple times over the years, carrying a cup of Dunkin' coffee in his hand. So I feel like this is kind of a big deal, and I'm wondering, which celebrity would you guys like to be surprised by at a drive through window? Kepi, you go first. Who do you think? Um, Jennifer Aniston? You got that right. You got that right, sister. No, not Chris Jericho. I want Jennifer Aniston to be working in my local Dunkin'. Like, yo, let me get a couple of glazed, maybe a chocolate cream filled. They got that good coffee, the big one. I'll take a big one. And then I get up to the window, and there's Jen. There she is. She's like, you wanted the big one? Here's the big one. She gives me that coffee. She gives me those donuts. And I say, babe, we've been trying to hook up for a long time. Been talking about you on the radio for years. Let's do this. It's fate. George? Um, it's a great question. Celebrity. 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 I'm not like a star bleeper in that sense, like Cappy is with Jennifer Aniston slash stalker. Um hmm. You know what? I'd like someone that I could talk sports with. So I'd probably go with like the rock or like Drake. Oh, the rock would be great. Yeah. Either one would mm. be fine because I feel like I could have a sports conversation with them. Laura, Chris, you guys got any? I thought it was like it had to be like the opposite, like somebody you you know you you dream about, like yeah. Him so did I. It can be either one, you know, whatever. Maybe you want. George dreams about the Rock. Maybe. I mean, a lot of people do. I do. Well, I don't know if I dream about the Rock, but he seems like a cool dude to like have a quick conversation with. And a I, donut. I can only imagine if that window opened and it was Janet Kramer or Kristen Cavallari, mm. and I'd be like, "Hi, Kristen Cavallari." 
yeah. Oh, yeah, he loves her. I know he does, but... Jana's number one, and Ireland and I did the story today. She's back in a relationship, and it won't last long, given her history, but I do love her. Because when you follow Jana on Instagram, you get a little bit of everything. Mm. Some days she's singing some of her songs, some days she's crying, mm-hmm. some days she's talking to her little mm-hmm. kids, which I love because she does the mommy voice. Mm. She's like, you're a good little boy, and I'll respond. And Mike's like, I am a good boy, mommy. I've got a lot. Of, I also, this is why I'm in therapy. But anyway, so Jana Kramer... <laughs> Michael B. Jordan Whoa. all day, every day. Ooh, Michael B. Jordan is good. Yeah, game. that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Any day he can. He yeah. also likes sports, so mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I, would mind, I wouldn't mind talking to him. <laughs> um, I guess if you if I needed to be a female, then it would absolutely be uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I was waiting for that. I'd say if it has to be male, at least right now, I'd like it to be Steven Spielberg. So when he comes to the window and hands me my donuts, I'll be like, you yo, man. tell him how bad his movie was? I just like saw it? this movie, The Fablemans. I never go to the movie theater, ever. I, I got... You know, roped into going to a movie, and it was the most painful film I've ever seen. Painful. I mean, why huh? did you like it? I heard you kind of talking about it during Crosstalk, but first of all, it's about this guy. Well, listen, if I get into the whole story, there are so many parts of this story that hit me head on that were directly directly talking to me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, when people were like, "Oh my god, that was a great movie," I was like, "That movie was horrible. That, more, that movie hurt me personally." It showed you the man in the mirror just was about this family and they have one son and three daughters and then there's this divorce and it's ugly and it's nasty and blah 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 and then the kid goes from I, I think they were in New like Jersey it. to Northern California and he's like the only Jewish kid and he's getting picked on mm-hmm. and he's beaten up and they call him the bagel man and I'm like this is this this story hurts me too much come too, on too, Steven too Spielberg close. yeah too close for comfort do better Spielberg sounds like he wrote it about your life Cappy Aww. Certain parts, anyway. And Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, bro. Like, go back to stoner movies and be funny, will you please? You All right, done? I'm done. You done yeah, I'm, good. Okay. I'm good. All right. All right. So, last one. In a recent interview on the Today Show, Tom Hanks revealed that he has Jerry Seinfeld to thank for his love of meditation, of all things. He said that Jerry turned him on to the practice and even gave him a solid referral to get him started, saying, quote, he put me together with his teacher, and it's an odd, easy, life-changing thing. Everybody should meditate. Sure, why not? So for you guys, personally, is meditating a big deal or no deal? Sedano, you go first. Huge deal. Do it every morning. Uh, every morning for like 20 minutes. And it's the most it, – it allows me to kind of just like deal with whatever stresses there were from the night before. Cappy. And the day before. <laughs> <laughs> and the day before. And just kind of like – compartmentalize them and just say, like, it's uh, it's all good. I can handle whatever's coming. And, you know, it's weird, right? Like, so I've been doing this for years. God, I want to say, like, I don't know, nearly 10 years probably. And I was – on my Instagram feed, there's always, like, um, like Kobe, like, fan sites that pop up on my Instagram feed. And I saw one just two or three days ago that talked about Kobe meditating for like 15 or 20 minutes every morning. And I found myself like, oh, that's kind of cool that um, that he did that because I, I would understand why he would do it. But I, I just need it because it just allows me to clear my brain a little bit. I don't meditate. Not surprised. I mean, I wish I could. I've tried. Um, it's, it's something that, you know, you don't just all of a sudden go, guess what I'm about to do? What? I'm going to go meditate. All right, have fun. Like it takes a lot of work, especially yeah, for somebody like me. Yeah, for somebody yeah. like me whose brain well, you, you like, never shuts discipline. down. You don't have the discipline. It's just I just don't have like my brain. It's hard to shut down. You know. But if so. you can do that, then I feel like then you can accomplish more. Yeah, Maybe. you start with like two minutes or three minutes for like a couple days, and then you move up to like four or five minutes, and so on and so on until you get to like you know yeah, ten, pe- ten just- minutes or so. Just like when you were training to be a kicker as a kid, right? You didn't start kicking 50 yarders, right? You, you, you started probably, you know, extra points, you know, 20 yards, 22 yards, whatever it was, and you worked your way back. And just like when you were practicing for a game, you'd probably start at like 30 yards and keep going back and back and back until you were kicking it from, uh, you, know, uh, you know, 50 or 60 in, in practice. And Paul Hackett was like, yeah, Kaplan's our guy. Mm, you should try it, Cappy. I'd love to. So I don't know if you guys heard, I do yoga now. But I do yin yoga, and at the end, there's about five to ten minutes where in the video, they turn out the lights in the room, but... Shavasana? Uh-huh. 
A little shavasana for you? So, so basically, you lie on the block on, mm-hmm. underneath your shoulder blades, and mm-hmm. you close your eyes and you release everything. And you're basically meditating to, to get in touch with what the exercise and the stretching we just did. And so it's very the, refreshing. The yoga that you're doing, you're doing this in classes in public? This isn't no, like no, no, yoga at in your house? No, at oh, home. But are? I'm watching videos from a class mm. uh, in the Inland Empire, by the way. It's a studio in the Inland Empire that I watch, and they're, they're great. So it's a, it's a form of meditation, but it's wonderful, Cappy. You need to try it. You need to get in touch with your inner self. I'd like to go back to hot yoga. I haven't done any hot yoga in a few years. But you love know, Mason yoga. says that that doesn't count, and he's a yoga master. I don't care what he says. I love the sweat. He says he's that's not master? true. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's like Since when? No, he's like oh. a Since black like belt. Week. Like a oh. he's like the version of a black belt of yoga. I did not know like that. Like shit, have got a black belt. That's he's cool. an extra yogi. Yeah, he's like a yoga master or that's whatever cool. they call it. Are you a yogi bear? Uh, well, they did mention that too that I would be a bear in the uh, community, different community, not the yoga community, but a different community. <laughs> Which is no doubt. I mean, I'm I proud of that, that. In the background, I didn't catch it. That was funny. Hey, boo boo. There it is. <laughs> I would think they'd be saying something else, actually, but they might say that too. <laughs> <laughs> when I run into Jerry Seinfeld next time, I'll be like, "Hey, by the way, I was talking to Tom, and uh, he was telling me about your meditation coach. You mind passing along that number to me? Mind, mind hooking that up?" And he says, "Tom, who? I got to remember Tom Hanks, not Tom Cruise." Well, Tom Cruise can get you in touch with a different kind of a group that'll help you too. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know if that's my style. You never know. I'm flexible. Definitely all looking right. for some meditation, though. Uh, all right. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just what's next? Go ahead. Oh, no, that's it for. Oh, okay. We'll you sure you don't got there, two then. more? We got some time to fill, so. <laughs> we don't have time to fill, do we? We uh, have a whole another segment to go. Yeah, but you know it's going to be dealer's choice, and you know Cappy's going to go off the. Oh defense. yeah, but oh, this is like the best dealer's <laughs> choice no. is now a daily thing. I don't no. know. I'm about to tell you guys something in dealer's choice that I never thought I was going to ever do again. Yeah, and I think I'm doing it again. This isn't about wow. you getting married, is it? I was going to say married. <laughs> I mean, you've already kind of mentioned that. If that's the case, nope. This is something different. Okay, look at that. We'll find out what it is in a moment. Live imagery Tuesday on Shit Out of a Cap final segment. And Cappy, you got to look at the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You got to change your ways. You got to meditate. And you got to find somebody that truly loves you, homeboy, and roots for you. <laughs> Make that change. Hey. Ah. Uh, ooh. Shaman. Mm. Yeah. This was on the Bad Album, right? 1988. Yeah. Maybe the best song on the Bad Album. Might be. Just depends on your uh, particular interest. Musical interests. So. Guess we'd have to go through the entire Bad Album. Well, you know, that's when Quincy stopped producing. And, and Michael was doing more of a Rocky thing. and uh, Like rock, not Rocky like Rocky Four, But you know what I mean. Let's see here. Um, songs like... I just can't stop loving you. Oh, that's you. an amazing song, though. That is an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Incredible about- song. Makes you think of that girl that got away. All right. And then there's The the Way You Make Me Feel. Great song. Okay. Bad, of course. Eh, bad's not that great of a song. Uh, let's see here. Smooth Criminal. Mm, yeah. But again, that more rocky sound. Yeah, but ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 I think this is the, actually, I restate, this is the greatest song on the Bad Album, I think. I think Dirty Diana's on there, too. Dirty Diana! Uh. But you can feel it in this song, you know what I mean? That girl that got away, Cappy, and you say, mm-hmm. just yeah. can't stop loving you. I think I'm going back to Man in the Mirror. It's this and Man in the Mirror, easily. Dealer's choice, as you say. Mm-hmm. It is dealer's choice, Cappy. Whatever you like, we're good with it. All right, dealer's choice. So let me uh, give a little little background here. So when March of 2020 hit and the world shut down, one of the first things that completely shut down were gyms, mm-hmm. you know? And what I did during the pandemic was I bought a bench and I bought a, a stand and I bought some dumbbells, you know, and I thought to myself, all right, well, I got everything I need. You know, I got dumbbells, I got a bench, 
I can go incline bench, decline bench, regular bench. I can do every kind of exercise that I can do in the gym right here in my garage. And I really said to myself things like, I'll never have face-to-face meetings again. Why do I need to do that? I can Zoom. Well, guess what? I've gone back to having face-to-face meetings. And you know what? I find that being face-to-face has made me more productive. Things actually get done more so when you're face-to-face than when you're over Zoom. That's been my experience. Going back to the sidelines of NFL football games for the first time in literally uh, two-plus years this upcoming weekend. So I said, I'll never go do that again. I won't need to do that. I work from home now. For, I'm never going to go do NFL football games. Going back to do an NFL football game. Oh, well, they couldn't find anybody else. Well, that's true. Well, at least according to Rachel. Yeah. God. So, so here's the thing. Um, I always say to myself, I'll never go back to the gym. It's dirty. There's germs. I don't need to pay for a gym when I've got one here in my garage. Well, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I bought all this equipment, and the fact of the matter is I never use it at home. Mm. Because when I'm at home, I find myself you know, caught up on my computer or in front of a TV, on a, my Peloton, but I never use the weight equipment. George, I'm here to tell you I did something yesterday I never thought I was ever going to do again. You ready for this? You went back to a gym. I joined a gym. <laughs> By the way, I have weights here at the house and all that stuff. I use it all the time, at least two or three times a week. I thought I could very easily do all my own working out at home. I know variations of exercises. I've got the right weights, the right dumbbells. I've got 60s and 50s and 40s and 30s and 20s and 10s. And I'm like, I got all the weights I need. I've gone back to the store, like play it against sports, that like secondhand sports shop. I've bought other weights. I've traded in smaller weights to get bigger weights. This whole time I've been thinking, I've been lying to myself, telling myself I can work out and I can do just as effective workouts at home as opposed to a gym. And the reality is going into the new year, I said, my goal, I got to lift weights two, three, four times a week. That is important. Good job, Cappy. And I look at my stuff in the garage and I go, I'm not using it. So I, I, I went to this gym right around the corner. It's like $25 a month. Like, like nothing compared to what I think gyms used to be. And so from I'll never, ever, ever go to a gym again. I'll never need to. I got the equipment in my house. To now, I got a whole bunch of crappy equipment, which, by the way, is all like brand new. It's all sitting in my garage. And now I'm back in the gym. Anybody else? Or am I by myself? Anybody else going back? I never left. I mean, technically, they kept billing me through the pandemic, I think. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I, I go to the gym at my apartment complex. I also have weights, Cappy, but they're stored somewhere. I don't know where they are in my mom's house. You know, this whole time I thought to myself as well, you know, when I decide to go back to a gym, even though I promise I'll never go back to a gym, but if and when the day comes that I do, I got all these weights, all these dumbbells, I'll just sell them. Somebody else will want them. Now I'm thinking, who's going to want them? Like, we all, like, decided we need to have home equipment for working out during the pandemic. And now, all these years later, I don't even need this stuff anymore. I'm back. I am back in the gym, baby. You're back, baby. But you know what? Congratulations on finding equipment, because I couldn't find equipment during the pandemic. It was hard. Like, really Well, hard. he's got a guy somewhere. That's true. Yeah, I got a weight guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Cappy, you need anything else, man? You need to get shot up? You know, you like we used to do in the 80s? All the testosterone, yeah. all that stuff. Testosterone was, was the topic on Mason Ireland too today, Cappy. Mm-hmm. I, I said you have high T. Well, I mean, I've got my T's right on now. Because oh, Mason said he's got high T. Mason does not have That's high what he tea. says. He says his T levels are through the roof. Really? Easy, Sedona. You're going to start he another war. He woke up. Like, yeah. Sedona woke up. Yeah, he didn't up. talk like, for like a minute, Mason and now I brought up Mason, and Sedona was like, he was Come lifting on. weights in the corner, like, no way, man. <laughs> Mason looks so frumpy right now. Oh, like, boy. Why like, are you saying these things? His mother listens. Why do you say these things about this kid? He's because he, but he's you. the first one to admit he's not in good shape. So what am I saying that he doesn't say? No, he did, he's done yoga nine times this year. Now, we're on January 10th. And oh. his math seems off because he says he's doing two a days, but I'm like, well, it's January 10th. But anyway, so he's trying. You guys need to just accept yourselves. Stop trying to. I've done it for years too, and I finally realized enough. You got to look at the man in the mirror and say, I'm happy with what I see back. Hell no, nah, man. I'm trying to lose weight this year. Nah. I got a wedding nah. to get ready for. Nah. Whose wedding? When are you getting married? Hell no, not me. 
I'm going to a wedding. Oh, the way you said it, though, I've got a wedding to get ready yeah, for. It sounded like my, you were getting you know, ready for your wedding. When she, do, when she does get married to the boo, will you be the ring bearer, Cappy? No. I'd love to be the ring bearer <laughs> for the boo. I'd love to. Stand right next to him and smell him. You are not invited if that's what you're going to do. You know, I have a wedding to get ready for also in April. i got to go to a Rachel? wedding. No, not me and Rachel. This is my niece in Florida. I got to look decent, man. How I'm many days you. off are you taking for that one? Like three weeks. Nothing major. Oh, I thought Sonata was going to laugh at that bit. Did you request them? Because I you did. know you Okay. Yeah, good. no, no, I, I am. I'm, I'm actually getting more organized this year. I'm getting more organized when it comes to taking days off. So Rachel you know? took over that? Got it. Yeah. Or yeah. or no, I just asked for I it, I the minimum I asked for a day off is a month out. So like he's and he's on those emails. So ah, now it makes sense. You organized him. Yeah, got it. See, I'm even organized. Like I, I'm one of these people that that doesn't like when other people take off on their birthday. Do you guys all take off? No, on your no, birthday? I work my birthday. I work okay. my birthday. I well, never my birthday is generally a holiday or around a holiday, so I'm I'm just on vacation for like stretches at the time anyway. Yeah, so I never take off during my birthday, and I really resent when people take off on their birthday. Hey, it's, I'm taking the day off. I'm like, why is that? Like, it's my birthday. I'm like, so what? Well, especially not in our business because, you know, we want to re- interact with each other on our birthdays. Right. So it turns out, though, that my birthday this year falls on a Friday and the Monday is a holiday. So I was able to actually be organized enough to look seven, eight weeks into the So you're the taking future. your birthday off. Yeah, correct. Oh. Even though I hate person. when people take their birthday off. Okay. Ah. So now I'm one of the people that I hate. So we won't be able to wish you happy birthday on the air. I won't be able to put together a fun open, Aww. all the highlights of the years past and the, all the great memories. You could do it the day before. No. <laughs> He's on no. Why not? Because that's ridiculous. Your pre-birthday celebration? Right. Hmm. Sam Pines, the owner of the radio station, was here today on his birthday. So was Mario Ruiz. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I'm telling you that I'm, I'm changing my ways. You know, just like the man in the mirror. I didn't think I was going back to the gym. I'm now a member of a gym. I don't like when people take their birthday off. I think it's lame and it's weak. I'm now one of those lame weaklings taking my birthday off. <sighs> Could have been. Wow, that wasn't even me sighing. That was me. Yeah. I think this year we're going to have the Morales sigh too. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Damn, Cappy, you broke them both. Oh, and wait, I'm going to tell you guys a third thing I'm doing that I never thought I'd do in my life, but I'm doing it now. You ready for this? George, this yeah, is going to really freak you out. Okay, go ahead. I'm now eating Beyond Burgers. Good for you. For all this talk about these meatless burgers, my daughter, who is kind of like a 90% vegetarian, she got me into these Beyond Burgers. I got to be honest with you. They're freaking delicious. They are. I tried to tell you this. A lot of chemicals in there, though, Cappy. Just eat meat. There's not a lot I, of never mind. into that. That's so silly. Eat meat, Cappy. You need the meat. You need the protein, especially if you're lifting again. It's good for you. At your age, you need extra protein. You need those high teas, Cappy. Yeah. I know. I got to keep that high tea up. High tea. Big time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Mason does eat some steak on the the bed. You know, he gets the steak juice everywhere, you know. Yeah. That's it, everybody. That's how he gets the high tea. So, can we just finish where we started today? No, this is the walkout music. Oh. Yeah, this is where you're supposed to now start to wind down and eventually talk about getting back to a sideline. And a gym. And a gym. And a Beyond Burger. Yeah. Well, you've never done that before, so we're done here. Great job, Cappy, Lindsay, Laura, and Christopher. We'll talk to you mañana. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.